and codes, combinations and revelations, no longer restricted access, this is a place of elevation. elevation. He gave me power over position and wisdom for my reality. He said no weapon formed would be a match for my vitality, which brings me to this moment, this fight, this wave. I'm standing in my purpose. I'm standing in my wealthy place. Purpose producer. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to season three of the Purpose Producer podcast powered by ClearMix. I'm your host and executive producer, Georgia Dawkins, and I can't wait for you to meet my guest today. We go way back to the highest of seven hills in Tallahassee, Florida, uh, Florida A&M University, the best HBCU in the country. Uh, I don't really know how to explain it to you any better than that. But this woman is super talented and she has been doing the good work uh, getting into good trouble, teaching people better ways to eat uh, and sustain their lives. She's on a mission. So please welcome to the Purpose Producer Podcast, Miss Sunny Speaks. Hey, y'all. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm going to try not to let the, the jitters come out because I, I see you as somebody that done made it and I'm still trying to make it. Okay. <laughs> Look, we've never really made it, okay? So I just keep telling myself that every day is a new a new challenge. Uh, but I want to say congratulations to you, but because I, I think we started our businesses around the same time. Yeah, I launched Georgia Dawkins Media in 2018, uh, same year that I wrote my book, and you were launching your business. So uh, talk to me a little bit about Sunny Speaks and what it means to to work with you. So Sunny Speaks LLC is just, it really grew out of community. And it actually, my business actually started in Tallahassee. And um, so my father passed away five years ago. No, longer than that now, um, 2015, seven years ago um, from cancer. And so when I started eating healthier and just researching things, I started to notice like all of these uh, diseases that were affecting black people were all related to diet and health. And I was like, oh, you could, you know, you can change your diet like this. And the, really the food is the medicine. So I started, you know, being uh, fanatical somewhat about it. And so, you know, everybody was like, girl, we want, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is homecoming. We want our fried crab legs, which I have always been guilty of. That's like my guilty pleasure when I'm at homecoming. I need my fried crab legs, you know? And so I just really realized that there was this gap between health and the hood, right? Like you're taking away, you know, my collard greens and my cornbread, and then you're handing me over a Brussels sprout that's just blanched and steamed. And so once I realized that, I realized that it was really important to not take away people's culture, to not take away their heritage, to not take away their traditions. I mean, even when I think of you know, Thanksgiving and things like that. My earliest memories is, you know, cleaning collard greens with my mother, snapping string beans with my mother, uh, you know, doing all of this cooking and prep work, peeling sweet potatoes and everything like that. And so I really wanted to focus on how can we integrate? I'm, I'm from the hood. I'm from Miami and not the part that people visit. When people are like, oh, I can't wait to visit Miami. Not the part that I'm from. Not the part that people visit. The yeah, part that they, they the lock their doors <laughs> and they speed through. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, and I realized that just bridging that for people and kind of taking out a lot of the mystery from it 
would just would just really fuel my purpose. And I've always loved to cook. My father was a chef and he's the one who really inspired me. And so I just took the opportunity to say, well, maybe if I can, you know, put our Southern twang, our comfort on it, um, our Caribbean heritage. Like I said, I'm from Miami and both of my parents are from the island. So if we can show people that they can go vegan or just eat healthier in general without having to get up, give up their culture, their heritage, their traditions, the foods that they grew up on, we might have a chance in this thing. And I've been, I've been walking in that since 2018. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. And I just, I can't wait to just unpack your story even more, unpack some of these recipes. Um, you, you've just been, you've been working so hard and I'm, I haven't been by your side, but I feel like I have been because of your social media presence. So talk to me a little bit about how social media has been a tool for your ministry. Oh, social media, the social media ministry, girl, it's it's a whole nother thing because it's really changing every day. So I just realized on social media, I could be my fullest and authentic self. And so anyone who knows me and even you knowing me from fam, you know, I am a natural comedian. I'm just, I, I don't get up on stage and tell jokes. I've done a comedy set maybe like once in my life as a dare, um, which is way different, but I'm just a naturally funny person. So what I tell people all the time is people come to my page for my personality and they stay because the food happens to be good. You know, so I'm going to, I'm going to make you laugh. I do these amazing hilarious food reviews for people and just kind of make it relatable. You know, this tastes like, you know, good credit. This is two parent household, Lorenz Tate color fried chicken, you know, just these little taglines and stuff. And people really enjoyed it. So that started to get shares that started to go around. And because social media really bridges the gap, I think between quote unquote, regular people and celebrities, that's how it really has gotten spread to a lot of people where we see that there's not such a big difference, right? The person you serve is Cardi B's makeup artist. The person you, you know, served is the person who does Monique's nails. And the next thing you know, now you're cooking for this person. So social media has been a phenomenal tool. Specifically, um, my ministry is Instagram. I am on Twitter as well, but I'm, I'm, a hundred percent of people watch her on Twitter. I just go and repost whatever I think is cool. But Instagram and Facebook has really been the vehicle for my business. Instagram, I, that's how I get a lot of my new clients. And then Facebook, I get a, I got, I get a lot of new clients on Facebook, but mainly through people that I know, right? People that I went to fam with, people that I went to high school with. They'll, you know, they might not be in the same city or that I'm in or where I live, but they'll say, oh, I know somebody who's you know, vegan in Miami, or I know somebody who's transitioning to vegan in Dallas or, you know, whatever. And I'm going to tell them about your food. Yeah. What I love is that you are constantly inspiring people and motivating people with your own stories. Like uh, it's with your own story. It's so much bigger than the recipe. So one thing that people who know you from fam might, might realize when they come to your page is that you have made a total body, mind, body, and soul transformation. Talk to me a little bit about the before and the after. Oh, yes, girl. So I have lost 103 pounds. Um, from- Say that again. I, I, I feel like there was a disconnection. How much? What I'm, had happened? I've lost 103 pounds by changing my diet, consistency, different workout habits. And so that that part of it has just really 
you know, people, they want to see the snapshot. And I think that also makes people come to the page because, you know, when they see that or they know me from high school or they know me from FAMU or they know me from, you know, five or six years ago, like I was a lot bigger and I would say just different. Just my mindset was that I was a different person. And I think it's really interesting when people say, oh, you know, you lost 100 pounds, you lost the person. It's not just physical. It really is. It really is mental. It's a it's a mindset. It's a change in discipline. It's a change in the way you I mean, the way that I eat now is completely different. And it really does stem from self-love. Like I tell people all the time, you know, so even before I I went vegan, there was just certain things like I stopped really eating fast food because I really started to think about, you know, do I really want this? Yes, it's fast. It's convenient. But do I really want to eat? you know, McDonald's, and this is not shaming anybody who still eats McDonald's or still eats, you know, fast food or whatnot. But when I really started thinking, I'm like, "Mm, yeah, this is convenient. But I started to really think what really changed it was just thinking I can make a better choice, right? So if I'm, you know, anywhere and I'm on the road, I'm like, "Mm, I can make a better choice. What's the best choice that I can make? Even if I'm at the gas station, even if I'm at the corner store. So that mindset has really been the thing that has changed as well as sustained my progress and my weight loss. But that, that is, that is a turnaround. Like, cause you really taking me back when I think about, um, you know, being that fan, being that girl at the cat, I used to have everything in my room. I don't know if I'm supposed to use the waffles for sure. Girl, Fried the waffles, Wednesdays. the pizza. Uh, I used to put ice cream on my waffle. Okay. Just a little bit. Um, but and then we have it. The freshman 20, 25. Freshman 30 for me. The freshman wow. 30 for me. And then I might be lying about my weight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, been. yeah. I yeah, <laughs> people at the DMV and they're like, girl, 145. I'm like, do you have a scale on you? You better take what I say as law, girl. And I tell them I'm 542. I've I've been 5'2 since the wow. eighth grade. 5'4 is what is on my license. Look, you're making all the right decisions because, honey, the skin is glowing. Okay. So I know that you're not putting any BS in your body or in your life. I know you're not entertaining the wrong folks because it's all in your skin. I always tell people, you know, uh, I want to I want to have vegan skin. You know, I just want I just want the glow because I'm, I'm a little bit vain when it comes to that. But what I love about following you and following your story is you make me feel more comfortable in the skin that I'm in. My weight has fluctuated mm-hmm. and I haven't always been nice to that girl in the before picture. Mm. How do you talk to her? How do you, how do you hold space or value for the girl in the before picture? Cause she matters too, you know? Ooh, you, why are you trying to bust out the tears? Why are you? Girl, I just want to talk. I just want to talk. Cause I'm, cause I'm there too. I stopped posting the before and after pictures because I wasn't being nice to the before girl. Ooh, um, it, it's a daily practice. I would say for sure. Um, you know, as the Bible talks about like daily crosses that you have to bear and it's re- it really is just stopping in the moment. And I would be remiss if I did not mention, uh, I started doing mid 2016. I, I started getting into meditation. I started following, um, Sheila Marie. She's amazing and uh her meditation mixtape and so one of the things that is said on there is i love my body 
right now exactly as it is and everything that it does for me. And so when I really stop and think, even when I was like, like the things that I'm able to do every single day, my body is getting up. My body is processing thoughts, processing emotions. You know, we have to show up and, you know, potentially code switch at work. My body is walking. My body is, there's people who get up and they are not able to walk or they're in pain. They're in constant pain uh, daily. You know, I have hair on my head. I'm able to breathe without assistance. I have, this is my one of my many flexes. But amen. You can't hear me co-signing because yeah. I put myself on mute, but amen. Yes. Um, amen. One of my, my many uh, small flexes is I actually have better than perfect vision. Like I have almost better than 20. People will always say, they're like, you can read that. I'm like, yeah, clearly. Like I have incredible, incredible vision and my both of my parents wore glasses, so I don't know. I just got it. But when I started to really think about that and really think about it in a way of like, I love what my body can do. And so that became more of a goal too. So even when I was bigger, I stopped taking, I started taking away the, you know, I want to be smaller. I want to be this weight. I want to be, you know, this size, or I want to have this part. Like I used to have a dream body girl. I wanted what did I want? I wanted Angela Bassett's arms. I liked my boobs. So I was like, I, I want to keep my boobs. I wanted Britney Spears' stomach, but specifically from the I'm a Slave for You video. I okay. Tina the Turner's I'm a slave legs. Stomach. Got it. I wanted <laughs> Tina Turner's legs and Serena Williams' butt. That that was the body that when I first said like, hey, I want to lose weight. And they say body goals before body goals was the term. I was like, this is what I want. But, be, but after that, I started changing... And this is something I tell people in the vegan coaching. I started changing what my goals were and just making them not necessarily realistic goal, not more realistic, but more of what I wanted for myself. Right. So instead of like because when people say, oh, I have a cheat day or, you know, I have a cheat weekend or whatever, I I changed my mindset to say I don't need to treat myself with food. I'm not a dog. It doesn't. I don't have to treat myself with food, but I can treat myself with a new workout outfit, right? Because 50% of my workout is watching my ass and all. Oh, can we curse? Like, can we say we can. Okay. It's my show. <laughs> okay. 50% of my workout is watching my ass in the mirror. So I want <laughs> my ass to be decked out and dripped in something fire. And so whenever I got to a certain point, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm going to get a new gym outfit. I'm going to you know, go on a trip. I started treating myself with things that that weren't food or I want to be able to do a pull up. I want to be able to do 15 push ups in a row. I want to be able to do a lunge. I want to you girl, you see people that was acting up at the Capitol. Like, can you run a mile nonstop? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I started thinking about it like that. Just on some survival. Can I, you know, can I make it happen real quick? And that mindset allowed me to be nice to the girl in the present moment, knowing yeah. that I'm not trying to be anything else. I'm just trying to improve upon what I already have. And that is a form of loving yourself as well. Like discipline is a form of loving yourself. And that honestly really helped me with food because if we can get into it, a lot of us have food addiction and I. Okay. Okay. Shots fired. I get it. Trigger. You got me. You got me right here. That's not Look, what I'm here. I want to talk about no. I want to talk about that because I'm one of those people. I realize that I I treat myself with food. When someone tells me to go celebrate myself, I don't want to buy the clothes because I don't gain the weight. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. go get some more food. I'm definitely gonna go get some cookies. Uh, 
you know, from a black owned business, but I'm going to get the cookies. Um, so let's talk about like what we're eating. It's not just what's in the food, it's what's in your mind. And so in that mindfulness, what did you unpack that you were really eating? Your feelings. You're eating, you're eating your feelings. Um, I remember there, uh, there was a, a golden crust, a specific golden crust is in Lawrenceville that made curry go exactly like how my dad would. Right. And so obviously this is before I went vegan. Um, this is before I went vegan. And so I was still eating meat and everything, but I, I never was like, you know how everybody has their thing in the family that they make. Oxtail and curry goat was my dad's thing. I, I never really got it a hundred percent. I'm not even going to lie. And so I would go whenever I was like sad or I was missing my dad, I would always go to this golden crust and just go and get a large plate of, and I would eat my feelings. Right. And we do that with a lot of things like, because food is tied to memory as well. So that nostalgia that I talked about in the beginning is like, Oh, I remember snapping green beans with my mom or making collard greens, because even when I would make my collard greens, I'm like, I want it to taste like my mom's collard greens because I want the memory. I want the, I want the nostalgia. So with a lot of my recipes, it's how close can I get to what I ate growing up? But the eating of the feelings is it's just something you it the same as like the self-talk. You have to stop yourself in the moment, but you can't do that until you address it, until you realize like, oh, I'm eating because I'm sad. I'm eating because I'm happy. I'm eating because I'm angry. I'm in, eating because I miss it. I'm eating because I'm bored. Girl, if I'm if I had a dog, if I had, I'm one, eating because it's Friday, girl. If I had one Bitcoin <laughs> for every time I ate because I was bored, I'm eating because other people are eating, right? How many times do you go out for happy hour and you already ate at home? You yeah. just going, you know, you're just going for drinks, but because there's a wing platter, like, well, I'm gonna get one or two wings, or oh, there's loaded potatoes. It's for the table. Let me just, but you're not hungry, you know. So once I started unpacking that and really sitting with those emotions of why is it that I'm eating? I was able to address those things from a holistic sense, right? From the emotional aspect, from the spiritual aspect. And that helped me a lot as well, because even as I started my vegan journey, you know, the majority of the people in my family are not vegan. I Most of my family, they're more accommodating how can I say this? They're more open to it because my food is so good. And that's, that's, okay. that's not even a flex. That's just what it is. It's a flex. <laughs> it's a flex. They're more it is open a flex. to it, but I'll tell you like this, they're not changing, you know, the Thanksgiving menu because I'm in town or because, you know, I'm, I'm present. But what I really had to put in my mind was your family is the celebration, not the food. So I can still go be with my family, kiki, have a good time. And I don't have to celebrate by eating the same things that you guys are eating. Last year, Thanksgiving, I brought a whole situation and everybody was like, girl, what you, we thought you was going to have a lettuce sandwich. We know vegans could do all. I'm like, yeah, like what y'all thought? What y'all thought? I had like a whole, I had honey baked ham. Dressing, mac and cheese, greens. I bought a seafood boil. Like they was just like a vegan seafood boil. Oh yeah, girl. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Anything you can think of, I can make it vegan. I'm I'm still working, and I'm very I'm this like this close to crab leg perfection, like actual crab legs that you can crack and all of that. 
We're going to get into the smacking line in just a second. But I want to talk about, you know, how you've made that physical transformation as well. Because you've you changed your mind, you changed your food, but you also got moving. I've been watching you do your yoga, and you've also been the leader of this vegan trap mo- movement. So <laughs> let's get into that, that workout routine. What's a, what's a day in the life like? The day in the life, I just told myself I want to be active. I want to be active four hours a week. And so that was very open-ended. And that's what I tell my clients too. Because that's the very, if you feel like, especially when you're first starting out, if you feel like, oh, I got to put on clothes. I got to have my AirPods. And because we are not Black people, but just people in general, we feel like we need things to start, right? So even when you talk to your clients about starting a business, they're like, oh, I got to get an LLC. I need a website. I need a logo. I need this. I need a backdrop. I need a ring light. I got to have this and Shopify and you're doing all of this and you ain't got the first product to make the dollar to pay for all of these things. Right. But if you just go ahead and get started, you'll be a lot further and you can kind of pick those things up along the way. So that was really the goal that I put in my mind is that no matter what, four times a week for at least an hour or four hours, because sometimes your week is crazy. And you got to do 30 minutes over here and 30 minutes over there and 30 minutes over here. Uh, that was my mindset was like, well, let me just be active. You know what I mean? Let me just start. Let me just start somewhere. So I started with just walking. So every time um, I was like, I'm just going to get up and I'm just going to start walking. And so I started walking like three miles uh, every day. Every day that I woke up, I was like, okay, I'm going to get up and do this. Or I went and I found a trainer you know, and I, whatever city that I was in, like, Hey, can I pay you for a drop-in session? I go to twerk class. Like I love, love, love. We know you like to throw that ass in a circle. Okay. I have seen it and I've been motivated by it. Cause I can't do that. The way when you threw your legs over your head, like I've taken, I was in yoga for a very long time. I could never get the, the hips to go over the, the, the back how you do. So yes, we've, we've seen it, girl. That takes a So how are you inspiring other people? How can they like join you in your journey? There's a lot of ways. So the main thing that I wanted to do with Sunny Speaks LLC and with Vegan Trapping LLC is inspire people, but make it so there's no excuses. Because you know, I went to FAMU. So you know what excuses are, right? It's the tools of the incompetent. We're not doing that. So that is how I started expanding everything from the smacking line to the seasoning, to the cooking classes, to the coaching, to the events. Like I wanted to make it essentially idiot proof for people to just try vegan because I tell people all the time I'm not one of those vegan you need to didn't climate change that which the climate you know it's it's definitely it's it's going down the drain I want to be clear about that um but I just tell people one meal a day one day at a time right and so if you break it down if, if you don't take it as this big thing of like I'm changing this whole big thing and you just make these small changes, then you're like, oh, okay, like I can do this, right? So the first thing is like your milk, right? That's, first of all, did, let me just say this, and this this is tea, this is shade, I'm choosing violence. If you are still drinking cow's milk and eating pork, 
we gotta we can't even have no vegan conversation. We gotta have a whole oh, nother, wow. we gotta have a whole nother conversation. You off to the side and we gonna you need one on one. Okay. But just those little changes, right? So if you go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning and you get your coffee, Dunkin' Donuts has oat milk, right? A lot of mm-hmm. Starbucks have oat milk. There's um there's soy milk, there's almond milk, and then there's a deeper conversation of like what's the best milks for coffee and all of those things. But your cereal, your kids' cereal, you can switch that out. They're not gonna know the difference. You know, I have tons of friends where I give my friends' kids pizza, vegan pizza. Kids love pizza. They don't care that the cheese is, you know, not exactly the same. They don't care. They're 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 just here for the pizza. So I wanted to make it where everybody could try it, right? So if you're in the same city from me, you can, same city as me at the time, you can purchase food at an event or a place. You know, if you want to come to an event, we have our vegan sexy parties that are coming up, which we tour nationwide, which which is- Yes, congratulations. Thank you. And that that is my baby. That is my, I love doing the vegan sexy party. That is my favorite- uh, thing to do and it is event it's three courses all elevated vegan and so that was bridging a gap right because most cities that you go to they either don't have an upscale vegan restaurant like a stk or houston's you want to go get dressed up and do something really nice um they don't have that if they do have that they have all the ambiance and then the food is just okay or you can get you some really good, really, really good vegan food, but you got to buy it out of the back of the trap house. You know what I'm saying? And so I wanted to bridge the two experiences where you could get some amazing, literally unforgettable food. Because I'm a foodie at heart. Unforgettable food. Be dressed up. Be black. Be excellent. Be fly. You have to be vegan to come to the vegan sexy party? No, not at all. Most of the people who come to the vegan sexy party are not vegan. They just enjoy really good food. It is a very, it's a very foodie experience. We play conversation games. We have a good time. Last year we did Atlanta. We did New York, Miami, Tampa. This year we have Miami on the books, which takes place uh, April 30th. Uh, Detroit is May 21st. We're working on venues for DC, for Houston. I really, my biggest goal is to get to LA this year. We're working on a vegan sexy party, Puerto Rico, uh, where people can fly out and have this amazing experience. So I just wanted to give people a different, just make people reimagine veganism, make people reimagine food as a whole. Like, Okay, I don't have to have this. If you're if you're just doing your taco Tuesday, okay, I can switch the I can switch the meat out. Maybe you're not at the point where you can switch the cheese out yet, and that's okay. But you are at the point where you can switch the meat out. You know, my uh cousin, she's she's not vegan, but now I I showed her these vegan Italian sausages that are really good. The price point is exactly the same as what she would be paying for like organic, high quality pork sausages, and now she uses that in her spaghetti. And I'm okay with that. Like those baby steps where it's just like you just making a small difference, you know, little replacement substitutions here and there. Let's jump into what is it, what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Uh, For me, I don't like it all the time. And I don't really like to identify as an entrepreneur because I, I just feel like it's hard and you have to carry the one. And you do, you have to balance the books and you have to protect the things and pay the taxes. And that part is not easy. So what has it been like for you? What's your experience? Never for a saint is just. 
Not worship. This battle's not yours. <laughs> uh, I can't say nothing else other than life for me ain't been no crystal stare. It right. is... Uh, it is a learning. You are learning all the time. Um, I think the most intricate part is really, I, I just learned so I can even tell you, I, girl, I don't even know where to start to answer the question, honestly, because it's so much, you're learning all the time. And I think especially in my instance where I do have a lot of branded products, but I myself am my brand, right? So I'm learning about my business while I'm learning about myself as a human. I'm learning about relationship management, how to manage business relationships, when to not you know, is this person really for me? So does this person get to be a client? Who to partner with? Who yeah, to invest are they an in? associate? Everybody are, can't invest in you. Yeah. Are you, is this person, can this person be a friend and actually like be in my inner circle? If they can, how will that affect our business? If someone is my friend and then wants to work with my business, how does that affect our friendship? Uh, did, I can't even tell, like, that's why I said, I don't even know how to answer the question. There's always something to do, but you're trying to build in rest days. But then when you have a rest day, now you also, you know, it's kind of like, when you, you feel have, like you're failing the business. Cause you know, I need to rest, but like the brand needs to keep going. I want to take a social media break, but the brand, but the brand needs me. <laughs> if I had one crypto coin for every time I felt like I was failing my business, I, I would never forget. And I just want to share this because as the purpose producer, I know this is so inspirational and somebody needs to hear this word. So I'm going to give this, I, I don't remember what had happened, but it was just, it was one of them days. And I think, I, I, I really don't remember because that's not what's important, but there was, uh, when I was living in this apartment in Atlanta. I had um, a young man who he was taking out trash and he did it for the whole complex and you had to pay, you know, you paid him, he took out the trash bags or whatnot. And I mean, I was just having one of those days. He came to pick up the trash. And so he asked me a question because he had did something else and it didn't really go the way that he wanted. He was like, you know, can I ask you a question, Miss Sunny? And he's 15, has his own business, is doing doing this. He's really the man with this trash in this complex, right? And he had said, can I ask you a question, Miss Sunny? I said, yeah, what's up? And he said, do you ever fail? And I, it was mm -hmm. like, you know, and like when your therapist asks you how you're doing, you like, like when, when I tell you, girl, as you can see, this eyelash is fluttering. Child, I was hanging on like this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to make it to my next therapy session. He said, do you ever fail? And I said, with tears in my eyes, I said, yeah. I said, I fail all the time. He said, really? Are you sure? Have you, are you are sure you, you failed? And I'm looking at him like, are you looking around? I don't even, he was like, I would think that you never fail. He said, you, you don't even have a real job and you can pay your rent. That's amazing to me. And all you want to do is cook. And all you do is cook every day and all your bills are paid. You look so successful to me. And it literally blew my mind because when I tell you, it was almost like God knew I needed that word. Like, girl, when I tell you I was about to roll out. And that is I, so sweet. Like, I, I got chills on that. I would have cried in his little 15-year-old arms, little teenage girl, arms. he said, I would, I would think that you never fail. You don't even have a real job and you're able to pay your rent. All Not you want to do 
all you love to do is cook and you found a way to cook every day and pay your bills. And for him, that was the epitome of success. Not six figures, not having a Tesla, not whatever. Because, you know, everybody on Instagram makes six figures now or seven or not being a millionaire. Not it's unhealthy. The the narrative that's being pushed on me in the media and social media, it's it's. That, it is disgusting. That's another podcast. For another, me. it's another episode. Y'all tune in. Later. Episode, for uh, but that was so. Uh, that was just so powerful to me that, you know, in your eyes you can be failing, but to a lot of different people who are on looking, you are succeeding. There's just you. You are literally people's wildest. There are some people who's like you said, you're like, oh, you're so inspired doing yoga. And I'm like, oh, I'm just showing people that, you know, this is girl, it's just it's all just content. Like I'm just trying to content. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, let's um throw throw together a workout reel together, you know. I'm that's all I'm really doing is but this is my daily life. But there's people who are looking that are like you know, you're a succeeding, you're at a big time where they see you've cooked for this and that celebrity. And they like, girl, you done made it. And I'm like, no, Navy Federal ain't said, hold on, maybe I'm looking at the wrong <laughs> account. Let me look again. So that struggle to always feel like, you know, that you're doing something or being something. I, I've learned so much. I couldn't even tell you all of the lessons I've learned as an entrepreneur from getting the LLC. Now you're trying to figure out taxes. You're doing a little bit of bookkeeping. Then you can afford to have someone to look at it. And they're like, oh, girl, did you cheat every year in math? Like, do you know basic addition or what? You know what I mean? Um, To getting a website, you're trying to pull it together. And I just want to say that for um, shout out to you and all the people who were in J school and all. Because when I tell you, I'd be about to smoke crack making these flyers. I'd be on Canva. They're like, why don't you use Canva? It's idiot proof. Well, call me a dunce because I'm Canva is, is not that easy. Okay. It's really not. Canva be happy. I feel like I'm failing when I. <laughs> designing website design girl i was trying to put something for sale with calculated shipping yesterday and when i tell you i was almost in tears i'm watching the videos on shopify now i'm on youtube next thing you know you don't spend three hours and you're like well should i have just paid somebody to do this because yeah. now i'm three hours down the road your time is valuable your time is valuable. Look, Sunny, we want so much more of you. We want so much more of Sunny Speaks. We want so much more of Vegan Trapping. But most importantly, we want the cooking show. So when is the cooking show coming? We are working on it. We are working on it. We are working on it. That's all I can say. And that's not in like a, a Beyonce, I'm about to just drop it on y'all. We are working on it. And I think that as well has been a shift in mindset from thinking like, oh, I need to, you know, get on Food Network or something like, because if you're a home cook, that's like your dream. You know, you're like, I've applied to different cooking shows. And then you start to see when you get all of these 100 page contracts and they like perpetuity that means forever <laughs> ever forever ever i think that's exactly all oh, they talking about they're trying to own this that no bro. you know what i mean so it went from that to like well i still want to you know curse and twerk and all of this so maybe i need to get a show on hbo or something like some type of streaming service like that and i'm looking at it in this way and then i'm talking to people who work until they're like you need to shoot a pilot i'm like okay now who did i give it to so it, it's gone from that to, you know what? 
actually what I've realized is the new TV is TikTok. The new TV is YouTube. The new TV is, you know, Facebook Watch. The new TV is Instagram Live. So for all of this time that I've been saying, oh, I want to have a cooking show. I've had a cooking show for years. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, man. <laughs> Congratulations. It's it's not easy. And you just cracked the code. What you just shared about the new TV. Uh, you know, I've been in television for 15 years and it has definitely changed. The game has changed, but that's showbiz. That's how it goes. Yeah. I think I realized that when I realized that I myself personally, I have not owned a physical TV since I believe 2008 or 2009. Wow. Oh, wow. I- See, I love some watch some TV. Look, for those out there who are listening and who have been inspired by your story, what are your words of advice for them to take the next step? Not just on a healthier eating, but a healthier lifestyle altogether. Ooh, yes, for the final word. Okay. Uh the healthier lifestyle. For sure, like I like I said before, one meal a day, one day at a time. And then also just think like when you become more conscious of what you put in your body and there's somebody there's some famous person on Instagram who said it best and I don't know who it is so y'all will not misquote me but they essentially were saying uh you know you driving a car that takes 93 but you you're pulling up to McDonald's so if you really don't don't do that don't do that face because you make it seem like I came for your whole entire life I'm not, I'm not here. I don't eat at McDonald's, so (laughs) there goes the sponsorship. (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm not here to uh, come for people's lives, but just take a moment to, to think like, is this something, is this something I really want to put in my body? Even if you are, you know, working on a better you, I want to be my best self. You know, I know it's about the time where new year's resolutions is like dwindling off. Is this something I really want to put in my life? Do I really want to put this in my body? And you can start as simple with, You know, if you are a person who eats fast food and stuff like that, make your fast food Chipotle or a golden crust, like somewhere where you have to go in. You're not in a rush in a drive through. You you have to make a conscious decision about your meal and you have to take time. Yeah. Yeah. And process that as opposed to like being in a drive through. There's somebody behind you somewhere in front of you. You got to scan this whole menu. You often end up ordering more than what you normally would because you want to make sure that you have enough. You're in a rush. Like take time to really think about what you're putting in your body. And is that fueling the person that you want to become? Not the person that you are or the person that you used to be. Is that fueling the person that you want to become? Do you want to be a waffle fryer? Do you? (laughs) Listen, some couples, I'm telling you, they be, they be, I want to be warm and salty. One person, (laughs) one person got to be the one, one person got to be the zero. Yeah. You are all the tens across the board. Um, You are such an incredible person. I'm so grateful that we finally got to do this interview. Um, I want to continue to support you. So for everybody who's watching or listening out there, where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram, Sunny Speaks Vegan. My original page is Sunny Speaks. We're working on getting that back because you know how it goes on social media nowadays. But Sunny with the I speaks like a language and then vegan. Uh, follow me on TikTok because I am hilarious on t- I be cracking myself up on TikTok. Sunny Speaks on TikTok. Again, Sunny with the I, not a Y, speaks like a language. 
You can follow me on Twitter, but it's girl, it ain't nothing shaking over there. And then as well on Facebook, it's Sunny Speaks. So Sunny Speaks or Sunny Speaks Vegan across all platforms, and you will find some good entertainment, even better recipes to make you feel better. All right, folks, that is the show today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you took as many notes as I did from Miss Sunny Speaks. Um, and I hope that you are inspired to live a healthier, uh, better, more full life. Uh, God said that he came that we might have life more abundantly. Okay, so I hope that you find that ab abundance. Please continue to follow The Purpose Producer at, on Instagram. And as always, thank you for being a light on my path to purpose. And codes, combinations and revelations No longer restricted access This is a place of elevation He gave me power over position And wisdom for my reality He said no weapon formed Would be a match for my vitality Which brings me to this moment This fight, this wave I'm standing in my purpose I'm standing in my wealthy place, purpose producer.